Oh, we're on. Let's go. No limits episode. Um, I don't know what episode it is. Dude, me neither. It's I been, was going to say that before we started, but yeah, I don't I know. remember. Well, see, I kind of said that to emphasize that it's been so long that we've since we've done this. It's had to it has be been a while. like three to four months or something. But, dude, I'm fired up. Dude, I think they thought we were gone. I think they thought we died or we got captured. What if they thought we got COVID and we just didn't exist anymore? I don't think anybody thought that. You don't think that. anybody thought that? That was pretty dope, though. We, <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought that. You did? Me, yeah, did I, I did. I did. Me and Joe took a four-month hiatus from the podcast scene. Yeah, dude, it's been way too long. But you, this. you called us back in. Yeah, it was time. Joe tapped me back in, and today we have a special guest. That was Joe's guest, actually. So well, introduce him. Buddy. Okay, well, I mean, here's... I originally texted Goose and I was like, yo, let's do a podcast because I want you to share a little bit about what's going on in your school right now. Um, but then we got here and we were cutting up a little bit. And then I was like, dude, we got to do No Limits. It's time. We have to. It's, it was it's our calling right now to record No Limits. So Goose, go ahead and introduce yourself, brother. We're super excited to have you. This is going to be a banger, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thanks, Joe. I'm super excited to be here. I'm Goose, like Joe said. Just <laughs> refer go. to me as Goose. That's all yes, I am. Yes, sir. There Let's go, go, Goosey. And Goose is a senior in high school this year? I am. I Not am a boy. senior. All right. So we have a member of the public school system here. Oh, let's go. To preach and give his thoughts on what's going on. Well, Goose, okay. You were a junior, obviously, whenever COVID happened. And I don't really want to talk about, like, too much of you know what the original yeah. but like you're senior now what is that like i mean it it's kind of anticlimactic uh you know when covid hit i was a junior we had a bunch of state competitions coming up uh nationals was coming up for debate stuff like that we had a lot going on um and when covid hit you know everything just shut down you know like extra week of spring break we thought oh we'll be back in no time things will go on as normal if anything all these events will be postponed well none of that happened they all got canceled so coming back to senior year it feels like i'm just continuing on junior year it feels Mm -hmm. like it's just like april and i'm continuing that on but uh as the year's gone on you know it's almost november now it starts to feel a little bit more like senior year you kind of realize that like in a couple months few months you'll be you know, going off to college. It'll be over. Colleges. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, I mean, kind of the first the dose of when you kind of realize that it's actually senior year is when the football and volleyball seasons start winding down. Right. You know, right. so like that's pretty soon. Like playoffs are almost going to start, right? Yeah. Volleyball playoffs. Uh, they had their volleyball had their last home game, I think, last week. So wow. volleyball playoffs starting either this week, I think, or next week. Um, those will be that'll be starting up quick. Uh, football senior nights this Friday. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wow, dope. I remember actually. I'll take my credit for this. I remember when. So I have a younger brother that's in your grade at school, and so that's the only reason why I keep up with any of the stuff. But I remember last school year. Um, yeah, they had spring break, and then they got an extra week of spring break out of school because it's kind of like middle of March is when kind of all the dominoes started falling. And I, remember I said then, y'all aren't going back to school the entire year. I said, you're not going back. Like, oh, yeah, they'll go back. They'll come back in May or something. I said, this thing's done. Like They're, they're not going back to school. Oh, yeah. Sure enough, they announced school is over. I look like a genius. <laughs> and so 
I honestly thought that they, I didn't think that they were going to start school this year on time. I, you know, but they just pushed forward with it, and I guess they're fine. I guess everybody hasn't died yet, so yeah. I, you know, I we had one case of COVID at the high school, and they got it from a different event, quarantined right away, doing uh, remote learning right now. So we oh, haven't had an outbreak that we know of at school. If anybody does have it, they're obviously asymptomatic. Yeah. Yeah, and y'all probably aren't doing a lot of testing, though, either. No, so. no. I mean, like, for the most part, you know, all the studies, like, high school kids not at oh, risk yeah. of even yeah. really contracting it in the first place. Yeah, so. somebody could have COVID, still go to school like a regular kid. Nobody will probably even, no. nobody will get, like, Dude, I got, die or anything like I got that. tested uh, a couple weeks ago, or maybe, like, a week and a half ago before I flew. Were you positive? No, I was negative. Oh, so. I got an antibody test. Yeah. And, um... Turns out I've never had it. Yeah. And I kind of anticipated that I would by now. Like, my parents were public school teachers Mm -hmm. and were with kids all day. My dad taught PE, so, like, he sees all the kids. My brother goes to school, and Uh I've been around him. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess I've got too strong of an immune system. Yeah, you just kicked it? Well, I've never got... Self-promotion here... Drink your waters. Drink your water, boy, as Joe bangs his bottle on our mic. <laughs> Mike already gave me what he calls uh, the second hitter. The second hitter That's of water. Good. I've actually have probably one of the 1% of Americans. I've never got a COVID test. Wow. I've never, I, I've never got a COVID oh, really? test either. Dude, Dude, I've never got a test. Uh, at least what I got, they shoved that sucker almost up to my brain. Bro. Really? Yeah, it made me like tear I up. would assume that I've had it before. Like you said, I have a brother that was going to high school. Um, I go out and I go out public all the time for like what I do in my business. Um, and I've been to California since COVID happened. I've been to Colorado. I've been to Florida now since COVID happened. Um, I went to Dallas during COVID. So, I mean, I've been going places. I, I really only quarantined in April and then I was way out in public uh, doing everything. Yeah. Both of my parents work in the public health system. My dad went up mm. to New York whenever everything hit. So I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I assume I would have had it, but I haven't shown any symptoms. Nobody in my family has. So yep. has your dad ever had it? Not that we know of. Uh, yeah, when he crazy. was in New York, he got COVID tested on the last day. He waited multiple days. He didn't have it, but he was working with COVID patients all day, yeah. all night. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was kind of surprising that he didn't have it, honestly. Dope. Yeah, dude. It's it just so many uncertainties and unknowns about that stuff. It's like we don't... And then, of course, we're fed so much information that we don't know what decisions to make on it anymore. And I think for... At least for me, like from my perspective, the best thing that I can do is to just go about my life and live the I best that I can. Just, like, you just got to do you. It's even... Even like, you know, there's an election coming up this week and people always debate, no matter who wins or becomes president, you still got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You still got to go make money, hustle, work, do your thing. Like at the end of the day, no matter COVID, no matter what happens, you still got to do what your thing, mm. you know? Yeah. And that's like what it comes down to for all successful people is they're going to be successful no matter what. It doesn't yeah, matter who's exactly. in office. It doesn't matter how they were raised. They're just wired differently. If anything, like right now, you have to take advantage of it because mm. like so many people are you know, blaming the external factors as to why they're not being productive, stuff like that. You can take advantage of that right now, build something strong early, and then you have an advantage over everybody in life trying to build late. Exactly. I mean, even somebody like me or Joe, um, I've been investing a lot this year. 
this was the perfect year to get in the stock market when March happened and everybody got scared. Th- that was the time I just dumped money in the stock market. That thing was at the bottom. All it did was climb from there and you made money, but people freak out and then they stop spending money instead of just going with the flow and realizing they're going to be successful no matter what. Well, it's just because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's they, like they hear some dude on Twitter tell them to invest in the stock market and then mm-hmm. they download Robinhood and they're like, ooh, uh, Snapchat. Yeah, or they hear some guy on <laughs> ABC tell them that, that this is the end of the world, that they're not going to be able to find food, that their neighbors are going to be killing each other. Dude, do you know the craziest thing still to me about all of COVID was at our local AGB when they were like running low on food and water and toilet, toilet paper, paper and stuff, man. bro? Like, that's insane, man. They got to do better. Bro. Do you they, remember? They, we, go ahead. It's like people didn't think that life was going to go on. Yeah. They they were just like, no, we're, we got this many cases. We're going to shut. Like, no, the only places that could shut down the way they did were China, North Korea, South Korea. Like, the U.S. Exactly. was never going to be able to shut down like that. And the people that thought they, like it was, like, made some huge mistakes. Yeah. Mm. And it's... If we're shutting down to stop a virus, we can't. We obviously figured out we can't shut down grocery stores, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> people are still going to go in public and mix around with each other, and the virus is still going to spread. It's like at, at what point? How much damage can we do to ordinary folks who need to work and make money? You know, it's it's bizarre. This has been the craziest year of my entire life. My parents and my grandparents are older than me. This has been the craziest year of their entire lives. Yeah, I mean it's insane. Like. <laughs> It's I've, just really crazy. So I I would say I've had a good year. I've learned I've a lot. Had a, I've had a really good I've, year too. I've definitely learned a lot. I've taken some. I've taken some big L's. Like don't I can't even cap. But like, you know, one thing, one way I try to live my life is I want every year to be better than the last. And I can truly say that that's been the case for the past twenty years. And a lot of people yeah. can't because they refuse to accept losing slash failure as an opportunity to learn and get better exactly and i think i I think that sucks that people are scared of failure and people are scared of losing just because they fear the judgment from other people who think they're losers those people judging anyways they suck too and they're losers as it is because they're the ones who judge you but like i don't know i i just feel that we put the opinions of others on way too high of a pedestal i heard something that completely changed everything that i thought i don't know exactly what the quote is but the gist of it is somebody more successful in you than you in life or somebody who wins more than you in life will never criticize you mm. judge you or demean you because because they know what it takes to win and be that successful and successful people don't belittle and just judge and hate on other people because they know what it what it takes like usually that's what losers do because if you're already losing why not why don't I just pick on Joe? Hopefully he feels bad and feels like me and he mm. loses too. Yeah. You know, oh, like yeah. when I mean, I'm like, sorry, whenever I'm winning in life, uh, the last thing I think about doing is like hating on somebody else or something like that or criticizing yeah. somebody. Well, that takes away your time to win even more. I mean, yeah. it's just like what happened to Paul George in the playoffs. Like people realized how successful he's been for so long. And as soon as he started to struggle, they were like, oh, we, we got to tear this man down. Yeah. Yeah, and Paul George is more successful than all of them. Oh yeah. Millions of dollars. Well, so what what is success then? Cuz I think that's an interesting topic. Success in life or success in the What's your... scope of the NBA? Okay. Well, see there's those are two different questions. 
But so, to me, successful in life is just being able to do what you want to do whenever you want. And Paul George could retire right now and, and yeah, Cor- never work another day in his life. Sure. Part of, I mean, Paul George is winning as long as he's happy. Um, and I think that's happiness is freedom. Not for everybody. Not for well, I mean, for you, yeah. For me, for, it's for just me, freedom. Yeah. That's it. For, yeah, for me, I would say I'd be pretty happy if I was free. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know. I I think that's a, a really big topic uh, to unpack. So, what are your thoughts, Goosey? <laughs> I mean, I think like success in life for so many is viewed as like having a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um. It certainly helps. Oh, 100%. I would say it's a lot easier to be happy in a $3 million house than it is to be happy in a trailer home. Not saying that you can't. Like, you can definitely be happy in a trailer home. I mean, my parents were happy in a trailer home for Mm -hmm. years. There's no problem with that. Um, And that's why I personally view success as similar to Michael, like being able to do something that you really, really enjoy whenever you want or mm. whenever you can yeah like and usually financial freedom is the quickest way to get there right you know and that's and that's why instead of whenever you want i kind of said wherever you can is because like if you can do something whenever you want it's normally because you have the financial means to do so but mm-hmm. not all not okay. all people have that so if you can do it whenever you can like mm. i think that makes a big difference well, almost all young people won't have that just because we haven't had enough time to build up that wealth or get to that level of success or whatever. But um, what do you view, Joe? What do you view success? I I don't know, to be honest. Like, I don't think I could give you a straight up definition of what it means to be successful. I think, though, truly that success and happiness are both mindsets. And I think right now I'm successful. Why? Because I get to do what I love. And even though I don't have millions of dollars, like, I'm happy with doing what I'm doing and I'm happy knowing where I'm going to be five to 10 years from now because of, you know, my habits, what I do, how I eat that, you know, all that stuff. But it really is a mindset. I feel like, and it's, it's tricky. It's like, um, hard to grasp. It's kind of like smoke. Explain. Like, or even the way to explain it is kind of like smoky. It's like a gray area. Okay. It's either it's, like, yeah. you know, oh, okay. mm-hmm. when you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I feel like only, like only you will ever know if you're winning in life or how successful you are. Cause I mean, you could look on the outside, like a winner, big house, fancy car, whatever, but you could be strapped in debt mm-hmm. and very unhappy and not successful, but you look successful. So only you ever know what's really going on. And I think that's why mental health is super important right now. Well, yeah, it is super important for sure. No, not even right now, or not just all the time. Right all the time, all the time. Just mental health. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it kind of feel like the effects of poor mental health were definitely exacerbated. Oh, during the like pandemic, during, during the lockdown, during the pandemic, during lockdown, for sure, and all 100%. that. Yeah. For sure, because a lot of people didn't know where their next paycheck was going to come from. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know how to be alone yeah coming from a high schooler like you know a lot of times we view happiness as like you know you're hanging out with friends all the time you're doing stuff that's fun stuff that you enjoy um when the lockdown hit hit especially like in a small town when you only have so many friends Mm -hmm. certain people allowed their kids to go out and do things my parents didn't choose to do that so you know i was i always felt left out always felt alone Mm -hmm. and you know when you're 
17 years old, you don't know how to deal with that a lot of the time. So definitely taught me some things, but it was definitely really, really difficult. Mm, yeah. I kind of had like a similar experience when I graduated high school. I was about to say that. And yeah. all, or even Michael too, because uh-huh. we were in the same boat and granted, like we had each other, but like, it wasn't like, it wasn't what we were used to. We were used to being around people all the time. I, and, and even for me, like Monday through Saturday, my day was just jam packed with people and I got to interact with people. Um, and I, I do really love people and being around them. So like that gave me a lot of happiness. And after I graduated, every, I, all of my majority, of my good friends left and I was at home all day and I was like working and, you know, trying to make something for myself. And it sucked because I was, I felt like I was doing it alone. I didn't know what to do. So I was like lost. And that was, that was a, probably the lowest mm-hmm. I've been in a long time, like a really long time, but, but I've, I've like, definitely learned so much from it. And I don't, yeah. I don't think I can go back to that just because I, I know what to do now. Yeah, the earlier in life that you can learn and accept creating happiness by yourself, you'll be so much further ahead in life because if you always rely on other people to make you happy, that's going to catch up with you because what happens when, like, like Joe, those people leave and those people will leave one day, you know, whether it's graduating high school or everybody else gets a new job or people move away or whatever, like you're going to have to learn how to rely on yourself at the end of the day for happiness and yeah, I'm, I'm alone a lot, but I've kind of, it was less hard for me to deal with because I wasn't super duper social. I've never really been super social, um, but it definitely can like day after day after day after day, it kind of can chip at you for sure. Uh, but you definitely have to learn how to be happy in it, happy alone. Um, that's a pretty important thing because I feel like a lot of people have never been alone before. You know, so the second they are, they just freak out. They don't know what to do. One of, one of the worst things for me were, was the highs and the lows. So, like, I would, you know, sometimes I could just grind for hours on end. And mm-hmm. I would go to the gym and I'd, I'd eat real well. And then the next day, I, like, wouldn't want to get out of bed. And I'd turn on my I'd Xbox and I'd be on Madden for like four hours, five hours. And before I knew it, it was like six o'clock and I hadn't done shit. And I felt like yeah. shit because of it. Yeah. I, dude, I've been, this, I've been the same place. Like, yeah, like you said, dude, honest to God, bro, I'll be real honest. I was on a, from the day we graduated high school, I was already kind of lining up the chips for what I was going to do the second I got out. So there was, the transition was super easy. I was like on a roll, I would say from that day until about two months ago. Mm. Like I felt like I never slowed down. It was just, killing 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 and then um my girlfriend of like four years moved to florida yeah and then she was gone for probably about two months and i was fine and then i was like because she's probably the person i hang out with the most and then i was just like oh shit like she was gone and i felt alone and all that and i felt like i knocked me back a cup like the good distance and i like i had to slow down mm. you know because i feel like i was just on such a roll like you said you get those days where you wake up and now that you don't have to go to school anymore, you don't really have to do anything. It's easy to. It's so easy to like sleep all day and then just lounge around and watch it and play games. And then before you know, it's nine o'clock at night and you're like, I didn't do shit today. You just go back to sleep. That's, mm-hmm. you know. And then repeat it the next day sometimes. That was, uh, yeah. When, yeah, yeah. when the pandemic started and like for us, like March, 
um, April, I was pretty productive. You know, school moved online. It was real easy. I had about two days where I actually had to do work based on the way that they structured it. And uh, after, after like midway through April, every single day I slept until... Un- until until real late like 11 30 12 one o'clock most days and then i lay in bed for two hours watching oh that's tic- the killer watching tiktok yeah, on social media and i'd get up and i'd be like man i need to work out i need to do something and i, would, I just wouldn't mm-hmm. i was just so lazy and then i couldn't sleep my sleep patterns got all messed up it it disrupted how i felt mentally disrupted me physically um i wasn't productive for probably a month or two during mm-hmm. that span just because didn't know how to be alone didn't know how to deal with things but after that after i figured it out real really caught on like st- structure yourself get up 8 30 latest work out figure out something to do to be productive is every single day i was doing something different so is that is that how you fought through it because the way i figured out how to fight through it was one realizing that if i don't like something then it's up to me to change it, right? So it's all on me. Extreme ownership is something I truly believe in. And then two, I just had to change my habits. Like I couldn't I couldn't stay up anymore to 3 a.m. playing Madden. I had to go to bed so I could wake up with energy and I had to, I had to eat better. I had to start exercising. And even my first couple months or my first couple weeks in San Antonio, I was like, okay, new environment. I was just getting on a roll, but I feel like I feel stuck now again. And that Mm. was the thing again. It was I had to build my habits up again. I had to be more mindful of what it is that I was actually doing so I wouldn't go through my days like I was a computer program. Um, I was just running blindly. What I did was I pretty much just said, yeah, this is going to suck. But you got to structure yourself one way or another. You got to wake up. You got to figure out something to do. You got to exercise. Wake up. Make your bed first thing Mm. you do every single day make your bed because that's going to set like the tone to be productive for yourself right and you know i would take a day to sleep in i would take that day but then the next day it was go time again get up 8 30 make your bed do the same thing every single day while also figuring out different things to do to keep yourself on your toes keep yourself moving stuff like that mm. yeah jordan peterson first rule of life make your bed yeah for sure. sure yeah um like Joe was saying, especially people who are like going to be entrepreneurs, like especially out of high school, if they don't go to college or something, because it's kind of, which we were actually talking about college student habits. We won't even get into that <laughs> shit, but it's easy to go from high school or grade school your whole life. And so come okay, and go to college for four years and it kind of becomes high school with way more freedom, way less school, way more alcohol, way more alcohol but you're still like in a structure. Yeah. And then you yeah. think, okay, then I'm just going to go to the workplace. You're always in a structure. We quickly weren't in a structure. Like- like the idea of waking up and not having to do anything sounds great, but it's also scary mm-hmm. because you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. Like, like you think, you know, but you don't really know. And you can kind of easily uh, find, find yourself getting lost. And what you said about moving and then feeling stuck again is something I kind of worry about because my whole life, I'll, I, what I wanted to chip was I was kind of like goose probably is right now. Like my brother, I just wanted to graduate high school. Okay. Then I just wanted to quit, my, make enough money to quit my job because I hated that too. Mm-hmm. And then the August after I graduated high school, I quit my job. And then I kept doing things to think that it would like 
make me feel super duper good. It'd make me feel good for like three weeks and then I'd just get over it. Now, my col- my online college is going to be done at the end of this fall and then I'm thinking about moving in January and I'm thinking now, like that's going to be the game changer. Mm. But I know it won't be. Yeah. You know? Well, so in my experience, Mike and Goose, you can't be goal oriented. You can't be in love with accomplishing goals. You've got to be in love with your process. And yep. yeah, it's funny enough that even some of the most insane football coaches I've ever had have even said the same thing. And they're right. Like you've got to love the process. You've got to love doing what you do. Yeah. You're going to win football games. Yeah. You're going to lose football games. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe we make a deep run in the playoffs. Maybe we don't, but the process of getting there is what you're going to cherish. Um, you know, I'm in debate done that for four years probably the best thing I've ever done like decision I've ever made was to join that club just sets you up for so much achievement like sets you up great for your future but you know like you said enjoy the process like you have to love what you do to get to those places and that's exactly what like I loved so much was not just winning the big the big rounds winning the big tournaments but like really figuring out how to set yourself up to do that how to prepare yourself for those tournaments was what was what i fell in love with instead of winning the rounds winning the rounds mm-hmm. is great the feeling after it is great but the process getting there is also something that i enjoy just as much yeah. and it's funny because you always live your life thinking okay once i win this one tournament like that's what you're doing it for i'm gonna win this tournament and then i'm just gonna feel so great but then you wonder well why does Kobe win a championship and then come back the next offseason just to do it again. He's already won a championship. Like, why does he keep wanting to do it? It's because, you know, you win a debate tournament, but then the next week you're already looking to the next one. Yep. So, like, you achieve a goal and it seems like the ultimate win, but then you realize you can't just, like, stay there forever and say, I won. You got to keep going and keep chasing new things. And that kind of goes to, like, you said being goal-oriented. So, you can't say in four months, I want to do this. And then you do it, you feel good. You got to realize like me or you are playing like a 50 year game and every day is just a chip, Mm. just a little, just taking a little small bite at it over a 50 year plan or something. You know, it's not going to really be anything that you're going to really achieve in six months. You know, it's going to take many, many years to actually get somewhere. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I I think so too. But like, there are still people out there who will have that achievement in a shorter amount of time than usual. And then like, it's, it's like, wow, they really, they have it all. Like they made 20 million and they're 25 and they have this big company and they can retire. But like, what does that really mean? Yeah. What happens when they have all the money in the world, they bought everything they've ever wanted. Now they're just sitting at the house bored. Hmm. You know, like you got to find, that's the thing about life. That's kind of scary. Sometimes it's a little scary is finding purpose and meaning a lot of times, especially like when you're, especially when you're an adult and you don't really have to go do anything. You know, that's the thing that sometimes blows my mind is like, you don't really have to go do anything. You have to find things to do. Mm. You Uh, You know, my parents have always said like, you know, you need to find something that's going to make you like a good enough amount of money so that you can make a living right but you know since since i was really old enough to like think what i wanted to do with myself like what i wanted to be whenever i grew up it was never like 
what am I going to do to make enough money? It was always, what am I going to do to make sure I'm happy and can live without being on the streets? Mm-hmm. And that's how five-year-old, that's how your five-year-old self thought. You never thought about, I want to make 60K a year. You thought about what was dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you know why do people lose that? That's an interesting analogy. And I don't mean to cut you off, Goose, but Michael makes a really good point. Like the way that we should view the world as adults, and I don't know if you're 18 yet. I'm 17. Right okay. now. You're, he's you're close. Pretty he's pretty much. Adult, right? Right? Who like, cares? The way that we should view the world is exactly how we should have viewed the world when we were four, five, and six years old. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's it's sad what society kind of does to us. And, of course, we let it happen um, without knowing. But, you know, of course, we can always consciously make the decision to live a better life with a better perspective or even a different perspective. Well, and after being 19 myself, I can perfectly say that even 19, most of them are not adults. And that's a fact, bro. <laughs> most 21-year-olds are not adults. So let's not even get that twisted up. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, so, like, why do people... most sixty Some 60-year-olds aren't even adults. Oh, dude, there's so now. many 33-year-olds that are not adults at all. They're just buffoons. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> but it's like, this is what scares me, Joe. And I always like never do this, never do this. Some, for, somewhere between being five years old, going into kindergarten, and when they shit you out at the end of your senior year, <laughs> you lose all dreams and passions. You go mm. from at five wanting to be, um, you know, maybe the ahead, start your own business selling something dope. Like when you're five, or like I want to be a firefighter or something yeah, cool. Firefighter, or yeah, or like I want to be a cop astronaut. or something dope, astronaut yeah. or something. And then what happens? And then to that? by the end of it. You want to be a marine biologist and go to, you know, Stanford or something like that's not your dream. Like, who's telling you to do that? You know, you just like, well, well, if I get that job, I'll be able to buy yeah. a Lexus oh, and a well, $500,000 home. I'll make a lot of money and all that. And it's like somehow along the way we strip like dry from people and like we just immediately want people to do something practical. Oh, mm-hmm. just do what's practical and safe and easy. It's like you're 18 years old. Why would you do something practical and safe? You got you got 60, 70 years. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Like, you got you can in in 60 years from now, Goose, we can still all be young as fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Because like, being young yeah. is a mindset too. And I actually recorded a, uh, a podcast this morning about that. I was um, so she was 51. She's a business owner, and I'm 20. And she's like, "Oh, you're so young." And I'm like, well, "So are you." Mm-hmm. yeah but they're like oh no i'm old as hell <laughs> and and you know we we talked about it of course and we both kind of, like, kind of realized yeah yeah we can we can be 90 years old and be young as fuck if we you know if we really love yeah. life and that's what being young is because you think about like we said when we're five we view the world differently and we're yeah. so happy but, at least a lot then, of us and then you change and you think oh i'm becoming more educated i have to do something mm. In the realm of possibility instead of something else. Yeah, and it's like the only difference between the more average people in life that kind of settled and those who are wild, crazy, and successful is they just never settled. They never let, they never said, oh, I'm just going to do what's safe. Like Mm. most people that we admire didn't do something safe. You know? Like, sure, anybody can go get a college degree and become a banker. Like, I mean, we know how to get there and do that, but all the things that five-year-olds want to do and be is 
not as easy as that. And I don't understand why we strip people of the second they're in high school. It's like, okay, well, you're either going to go to college, or you're going to go to the military, or you're just going to like be a loser. You know, you got to pick one. What are you going to do, buddy? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll go to college. What are you going to study? Oh, I don't know. All right, just do something safe. Well, see, you know? one thing I want to interrupt you with real quick is there's nothing wrong with being a banker as long there's as you're not, happy. Yeah, there's nothing right. wrong with being a banker. As long as you're doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, but who's doing it for the right reasons? Yeah, that's that's, that's an internal question. And I would say that's small amount of people. Very small percentage of people. Like, bro, when we were in school and people would tell me what they, like, I always felt like this. Like, they ask you, what do you want to be in life? They say it. What do you really want to be in life? Mm. You know? It's like, what do you want to be in life? Oh, I want to be a biologist. Ooh, I want to own, I want to franchise um, a Burger King. Okay. Well, that sounds, that's actually pretty dope. I'd actually do well, that. Well, see, it, there's a, a couple things I want to say. But, um, you know, before, Goose, I want to ask you a question. And I want to ask you, but I don't want you to answer yet. I just want to ask you so you're reminded because I want to share something. But... I'm going to ask you what you really want to do and what you want to be. Okay. But in the meantime, you know, I, I want to share this, right? So I kind of like one, I've always like gravitated towards business, uh, ever since I was probably in junior high. Um, and you know, when I was, when I was that age, you know, I had like all these dreams and goals and aspiration. And before I realized it, I, for some odd reason, I think it's because what I was being taught and what I was being programmed, I I kind of decided for myself that I was going to go to college and I was going to graduate with my degree. I would get a really high paying job and then I would buy a bunch of like restaurant franchises so that I could get rich and then retire. And I I started thinking about that. Like this is the time I, after I got accepted into UT and I was like, what the fuck do I really want to do? Do I, Mm. am I, is that really all I'm supposed to be doing? I don't think so. I, I, I know not. I, I know that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's kind of like another reasons why I made uh, one of my decisions. But, you know, one of the things, one of the points I'm trying to get across is it wasn't me that decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get that high paying job and I'm going to buy these restaurants so I can retire or whatever. It's what like it was I everybody was being, else. It's like what I was being taught and that was what I was being told to do. Like, this is how this is how you achieve your financial freedom. This is how you should live your life, especially with all the talent that you have, Joe, you can make so much money and retire and like, fuck, I'm yeah, we're all, we're all better than what people tell us to do. And even, even in school today, I still hear things about, Oh, what's, what's Joseph doing? He he didn't go to school. What's he doing? I'm (laughs) like, he's more successful than y'all. Yeah. He's doing something. He's doing stuff because because I'm happy as fuck. That's why. That's why I'm more successful. It's crazy how even like kids get so programmed to like even judge other kids about things like oh he didn't go to school or something like do you do you, like do you really think you have to have that to be successful like that's what I, I kind of think about but uh, what you said was interesting and what you asked Goose is hilarious because <laughs> trust me you do not have to know the answer to that question I have sort of kind of known the answer to that question for a long time but it's so abstract. Like I just knew I just wanted to be in business and mm. own my own shit. I'm doing that right now. So I'm kind of living my dream right now, but yeah. you know, to what level and something that I hope any kid that's in high school listening to this, 
and joke and test this because you already shared stories. That first year out of high school, you're going to learn more in that year alone than you probably learned in your entire life before that. And not enough kids take a gap year, like a, a year to like just, you know, maybe get some job, make a little bit of money, but just sit and think about things. So many people like rush into a decision. They don't even really know what they want to do in their life, especially kids that have to pay for their own college. And those bills start adding up fast. Mm. You know, any 18, 19, 20 year old, most of them have not seen $20,000 in their entire life, but they're going to pay that for one year's worth of classes. And then once you take that one year's worth of classes, you have to pay for three more or else it's worthless. Mm. So then you're 80 K on the whole with interest collecting. Plus you still got to pay to live just for you to be successful or have a safety net or something or, you know, just not to be a impress, loser. To impress other people. Right. To um, impress people that you'll never even see again the second you mm, walk the stage. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. That that's scary. It's I I really, really want to go to college mm-hmm. and get like get the education so that I can be successful in business. I don't wanna like, you know, just I, I I'm much more like I don't wanna take the risk right away fail i'm so scared of failure i know that i'm likely gonna fail right out of college anyway i fucking hope you do but I hope you <laughs> shit, bro. it's fucking okay, badass to fail though bro. Uh, no for for sure um do you want the answer to your question because i have an answer of what i think right now mm-hmm. yeah give the answer so i want to go into management because that allows me to grind hard as fuck out of college work my ass off and then when i real like whenever i kind of figure out what the real world is like start a business and manage it like to the best of my ability and just just go to the highest level it can possibly go cool yeah why why do you want to do that i think you know from like a young age i've just always loved like not like being in control but like making decisions that are high risk, high reward. Mm. Like while I'm scaled, scared of failure, like mm. I love making high risk, high reward decisions. Okay. It kind of seems like right now, like you like those, you like those decisions in the micro, like little small things, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, doing it like my whole life is I definitely think, something different. I think it's like, you know, I've high pressure for me is like, what's my strategy going to be going into this final speech for this debate? right Mm -hmm. but even then yeah we all know you prep the hell out of that (laughs) (laughs) but i love that type of pressure like when i was at state for congress last year like i knew i had one more speech because i wasn't going to get one the rest of the round Mm. i decided instead of going with the one that i had prepped that i was going to change the entire thing because somebody else had already addressed what i was going to go off of gave the best speech of my life, got sixth at state. I, I just, I love those types of decisions. I think management is where like when you're running your business, you can make decisions like that. You can have the pressure on you. So do you want to be, because there's a difference between being a manager um, versus being an entrepreneur. So where do you kind of see yourself maybe in the future? I think the I'm going to college for like the management degree. Yeah. So entrepreneur okay, is where I want to. Well, because like, you can't really go I to college be. to be an entrepreneur. Right. 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 Well, what my advice to you is I, which I don't understand why kids do this. Kids, for some reason, think that going to college is four years where they can't somehow chase their dreams still, or they have to just go to school. 
So I would tell you, like, if you really want to start a business or something, or that's the end goal, definitely have that and try to do that while you're in college and you'll fail, fail, right, fail. Right. Me and Joseph have both failed. Fail, 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 fail. Before you know it, something might stick. You might be successful as hell and never need your college degree ever because you're immediately right into your dream. And you know? uh, the reason I think college is better fit like for me than maybe it was for y'all, I knew that my dad has the GI Bill. He was in the military. That's mm-hmm. two free years of college. Right. If I get right. there right. after two years, I fail the hell out of all my classes. Which you won't. Which, right. God forbid. Um, I like nobody's gonna be in the hole. It won't be me. It won't be my parents. Well, Nothing good. will have been wasted. Yeah. Well, that's so a fucking then brilliant all strategy. I'm gaining is experience and yeah, stuff like that. For sure. So, uh, that is huge. My parents, if by the second year I'm, you know, something hit, something hit the ground running, then I can drop out. I can continue pursuing a college degree, or I can choose a different route. But it's not something that's like, you know. I'm not going to be $160,000 oh, in debt. So after scary. My is it uh is it free is it free no matter where you go? It's free in state. Um, okay. No matter where you go in state? No matter where okay, I cool. go. I'll let's say <clears throat> you could do what I did, go to a community college and get a two-year degree, so that way you still have something to show for it instead of like if you drop out at the in your third year of university, you have nothing to show for it instead of having a degree. But if it's free no matter what, I'd go to the, I get your bang for your dollar and go somewhere fancy. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, there's no point in my opinion. Like, if I'm going to go to two years of college and, free, yeah, might as well make be somewhere ex- even make, more yeah. expensive and use up more of the money. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, for, join a frat. Like, go to football games. Go to parties. Meet people. Kiss a lot of girls. I mean, you got Jackie. Sorry, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, dude. Just do just do a bunch of crazy shit, man. You only are. 19 20 21 22 one time in your life right and don't feel like there's a ton of pressure on you because that pressure is all just manufactured it's it, all, it it's all manufactured pressure and another thing is like exist if That's you feel crazy thing if you feel like you're in a microcosm now where you have two years of absolute no pressure because you're going to school for free then that, that definitely needs to be the time where you also think about doing the hustles the business what could work what could not because you're going to do something that's going to fail. You're going to do something else that's going to fail, but something will work. Now, whether or not that's within two years or within 20 years it works, I don't know. But um, definitely don't just like forfeit those years because this is the best time to do it when there's when you're not risking anything. Mm. Grind hard as hell. When, in the future, maybe working on your business will require you to leave your job and then it's all risk at that point. Right. You know, so, so now's a, a good time for you. So Michael and I can both tell you straight like this is probably the best advice we can give you today is just try and do a whole bunch of shit while you're young like start like fucking start a business tonight when you get home (laughs) and maybe maybe you realize in three years while you're in college that maybe that shit wasn't for you but guess what it's better to start a business while there's you literally have no responsibility you don't have kids you don't have to take care of a family you don't have to pay bills yep like try a bunch of shit Start and learn shit and, and like if it's either gonna it's either gonna win or it's either gonna lose and both of them are gonna be learning experiences one of them you can grow one of them you can say all right well now i learned from it and i'm gonna you make it either i'm way. gonna make it a w or you can decide you know what i didn't actually like doing what i was doing but that 
it's hard to make those decisions after you graduate college, it, especially if you're going to be like 26, 27. You know, I don't know when you plan on yeah. starting a family. I don't even right. know. Right. But right. It, it's tough later on in life to start but those like, kinds of even things. Even something as simple as what if you're going to college for something and a major for something that you graduate and you hate it? Mm. And you don't even realize that because you've never had a job before. You've never had an internship before. You never worked within it. So you, your whole life, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to college to be uh, – Give me something stupid. Uh, fucking lawyer. Lawyer. Okay. <laughs> no, lawyer is a great example. Because oh, not only is. do you have to go to undergrad, cool. yeah. you also have to go to law school just for you to get out there and realize you hate being a lawyer. You you can't argue you, for shit. You hate reading. The, you hate the reading. You think judges are assholes. You, you realize that all your clients you're are retards. High, you're not getting the high-level cases of like serial no, killers No, you're not getting OJ. You're getting, yeah, dude. You're getting I'll give like, you an example. I When I first got out of high school, when I was your age right now, I thought I wanted to be a real estate agent. Because I saw all the successful people selling huge homes, looking flashy, hanging out with dope-looking people. But then I realized that's the 0.01%. Just like lawyers, the top 0.01% of attorneys are on law and order. The rest of them are at your local courthouse arguing a civil suit over somebody's cornfield that got burned by some other asshole. Yeah, and they argue the case all day long. They make $2,000, but the whole time... They don't want to. They can't. They don't want to wake up the next morning. So they're like, "Oh, I gotta go to court tomorrow and argue about that cornfields." Oh my mm-hmm. god, I hate it so much. But they, but they spent six, seven, eight years of schooling, hundreds of thousands of dollars to realize that. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so what we're really trying to say is, there's, there's no way for you to know what you really want no to do, right? But, right. But at the same time, trust your intuition. Trust your gut. You're a hell of a smart kid, right? Uh, you can make these decisions for yourself. We trust that. But at the same time, the only way you can figure out what you truly want to do is by trying a whole by bunch doing of shit. shit. Yeah. It sounds like you got two years of house money basically to pretty much to figure things out. So, you know, try things, whatever you think you like. And the only way to waste this time is to do nothing but go to school, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Because that is like, no risk at all. But you're not trying anything. You know, the greatest risk is not trying anything. Um, and, and that's, you, mm. you don't even know if you're going to end up loving what you do. you never know that. Yeah. Especially these kids who somehow they think that they'll never have a job until they're 23 years old with a college degree. And they're going to immediately enter a career and know what to expect. It's like, what happens when you get to beat that clock and your manager's yelling at you and you've been soft your whole life going to classes and nobody's yelled at you before right it's like shit gets real really fast and then your whole life you think you want to be something just for the first week you come home and you're like shit it's like damn i like nurses it's like people go to nursing school and then their first week like in the hospital they're loaded. they see they see blood for the oh, first yeah. time and they fucking pass out yeah and they wasted a hundred grand going to school to be in yeah. surgeons can yeah. you imagine Oof. that yeah you go to, you go to eight years of school and then you start your residency and it's like and then you got shaky hands and you fucking your stomach's hurting for the first time you're allowed on a surgery and you accidentally kill a guy Mm. like i i can't even imagine or like what if you even just don't have the stomach to cut somebody open or something right and you like yeah that's just wasted thing for sure two hundred thousand dollars at least yeah that's scary years of your 
prime years of oh prime years bro. where you could have been out trying everything yeah dude like, you could have you could have al- driven race yeah. cars you, you could have already been a, a racer you could have already been a firefighter be a singer a, yeah you could have been everything by then exactly yeah, yeah bro it, there's there's a lot of things that schools i think are i think the whole education system is failing kids to be honest with you because when i have conversations with people our age and they don't know anything about taxes they don't know anything about stocks property even law they know nothing about anything valuable but they can probably tell me where a function is no longer a function because it crosses the line at two points it's like that that that's not really helping you in life you know but but they don't know anything about things that are valuable and the only thing that you can blame is who's been educating them yeah dude the only people who beat like truly beat the education system are the people who know what it actually is and there's some people who decide, like, yeah, this is for me, and I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, they and can that's, play. That's fine, they play the they game want. well. Like, they fucking did it. But other people are like, nah, this ain't it. I talked to a, you know, our valedictorian, one of the smartest people I know whenever I talk to her. She has no idea what she wants to do. But then, like, you ask, like, okay, well, what are you interested in? She's like, well, I'm interested in, like, going into pre-med or biomedical sciences or something like that. And you're like... So what about that field really gets like your juices flowing? She's like, I don't really know. Mm. Ooh, damn. That's, that's just like you. Dude, have, I just felt something. Here's the thing. Bro, Every kid at school, which th- th- she might be a perfectly fine, great, smart girl who's got a very successful life. I just mean this like in the complete abstract. Everybody at school views somebody like that as like a huge winner. Huge winner. They're going to be set in life. But then they look at somebody like Joe and they're like, oh, he's losing in life. I don't know what he's doing or whatever. But it's yeah, like, baby. Oh, yeah. But it's like. <laughs> fucking losing out here, dog. It's like Joe could be happy. He could be waking up every morning knowing what he's doing and winning. But then the other person is like, I don't really know what I'm doing or anything like that. But people look at one as a winner and one as a loser. When are we going to realize that people just don't know what the hell they're talking about? You know? It, it really sucks for the, like, I, I can't imagine graduating and being like, oh, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. You go through four to ten years, however long you have to go to school, and then you get in there and you hate it. And the money you spend, too. Mm. And the time, like the time and, do, and the money. And the thing about business, too, is it's it's not just like you're in business and that's it. Like, no, no. You, can, you can start a business that deals with sports. Oh, yeah, you can do anything. Exactly. Or Pokemon can... or NBA phone cases or yep. selling fucking music albums yep. it, it can be anything you want that's or what's fucking so building about. houses or like something that, that's what i i really do love business for that reason you can it's go because it's so many it doesn't things. put you in a box and for someone like me who's never been creative when it comes to like art or me neither music me i can either. i can finally be creative with business like mm. you can you can do things with business exactly yeah, for sure bro yeah like like I've never been able to draw anything. I got laughed at in seventh grade for drawing an alligator that looked like a popsicle. I got a 17 <laughs> teacher told me like, like I was like, how do you, here's another thing. How do you grade artwork? It's all subjective. How do you right. know what's good yeah. and what's bad? Yeah. Give me a 17 for what? But, um, <laughs> but it's like, to me, the art is like that, what the products look like, even the sales charts, like what the inside of the building will look like one day, mm. even properties that i might build one day like that's the art not drawing pictures you know there's so many different ways to be creative and a lot of people can't be creative within a job it's just impossible because you're told what to do you know it's like set what you could do like you know you can't really be creative it's funny like what joe said you could start a business in something 
still own it, hire people to work there, and then go do something else. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, dude. Like, bro, I think about that <laughs> so often and get so excited because, to be honest with you, I don't know what I really want to do either. Like, obviously, yeah, I want to be exactly. a business owner because that gives me that freedom, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Like, sometimes I want to be in a fucking movie. Sometimes I want to run for president. Sometimes yeah, I want to, like... There's so many options. Exactly. Yeah. And it's cool. It's it's super cool, man. Well, at the end of the day, you're just a creator. Like, you're just creating shit. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Maybe you know? one day I'll make a rap album. Actually, it's funny. Spencer was just talking about that. One of our other friends... He was like, dude, when we're living together, like, why don't we just take a week off and make a rap album? Dude, let's and I was fucking like, do it tomorrow. Like, I'll fucking do that. Let's write songs tomorrow. Fucking dude, tonight. I'm like, Fuck I'm it. like, I'm down to do that, bro. Like, we can have the bills paid for. We sit, we could sit in a week and just make an album or something. You know, yeah, dude, dude, that, that's that's genius. Like, they're, you know, about doing shit, and especially like for for people like us and doing what we're doing and for like we're trying to post a lot on social media to like get fucked uh, that exposure that's right. super like tough, awareness but, yes. but like dude you know how cool it would be if fucking that dude on like chris johnson from twitter mm-hmm. the fucking mm-hmm. wealth squad guy mm-hmm. if he made a rap album be like dope. dude i'd fucking buy that shit imagine if you made a rap album about like investing and like actually being smart in Fuck, rap music and not do stupid. That. let's do that shit we should do that. Yeah, we should talk about the best historical stocks you could have, highest paying dividends. Yeah, dude. Fucking, you know. fucking uh, song called Drink Water or some yeah, shit. Yeah, song H2O. How to Build a Real Estate Portfolio. Heavy, Harry, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Hitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, dude. That's fucking, that's freedom right there, Goose. And yeah, dude, I I hope, I, I, I really hope that you can that you do things that make you happy. I really Bro, do because it's it really is an amazing feeling to be able I, to. Mm-hmm. I was talking with Jared Setzer, who's a year above us, but he's doing like entrepreneur stuff too. Ever he told me, it's like, bro, I don't get why we ever let anybody from high school, a men, a kid or anything, tell us how to live our lives or what we could do. He said, the day I, I walked that stage, not one of those bastards ever talked to me again. They never mattered. Mm. They and they never matter. The second you walk that thing, you go back home the next day. Now what do I do with my life? I don't ever have to see that math teacher ever again. Like, um, I don't want to shout him out my name. We all know the senior math teacher at the school. Yeah, okay? <laughs> I slept on that lady's couch the entire school year. Okay, and mean and then the only time I was awake, I was on my computer doing business stuff. And I remember she told me. She's like, you know, you're never going to be successful in life with that attitude. While I was literally doing business on my computer, (laughs) making way more money than all these other kids in my class. And I was like thinking in my head, I'm successful right now. Like, I'm not letting you tell me that I need to graduate here, go off to a college, graduate, get a good job, and then I'll be successful. Like, I'm successful now. And Man, Miss Goodweiler, man. And I just remember, (laughs) dude, that class is like, me and Joe both. Dude, we checked out that last year. Like, I failed that class straight up because I was just like, I'm done. It doesn't matter. I'm over. Like, even if I don't even graduate this high school, I don't even care at this point. Like, I'm over it. Yeah, dude. Like, you told me that you're ranked, like, number 10 right now. And when I was a senior, I was number 8, and I graduated, like, number 22 or some shit like that. Dude, bro. Going into senior year, I was ranked... 91 and i graduated 152 <laughs> it's fucking yeah cool, dude. like 152 out of like 250 you, you know what, joseph i did so fucking bad dude 
I got accepted into UTSA, which accepts top oh, yeah. 50%. If you're not top 50%, good luck. Okay. Okay. I applied and I was top 50%. By the time we graduated, I obviously knew I was going to go to a different college, but I said, I'm going to, I'm going to show up the first day. They're going to tell me I'm no longer welcome there. Cause I didn't <laughs> end up graduating top 50%. Yeah, dude. yeah. I was, I was actually wondering like, so after, you know, um, they make you submit your transcript, uh, again at the end of the yes, year for colleges. Right, yes. And, um, I was, I was seriously, I was thinking like, damn, I wonder, I wonder if I, even if I wanted to, like, I wonder if I could <laughs> go to UT anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like looking at it. I was like, dude, I don't think anybody would take me anymore. Yeah. Shoot. I wouldn't, you know, Fuck. Playing. <laughs> but I, it's crazy. I'd, I'd go to war with Mike in a heartbeat, bro. Dude, it's so nuts how like you're how it's so hard to climb in life, but it's so easy to fall. Oh and, yeah. Like if I really wanted to try in school, dude, I would have been up there just competing, trying to be like 31, 27, 9. If you wanted to drop a hundred spots in one school year, in a week. it's so easy. You can do that you in just, a week. Yeah. You just, just don't turn anything in. Just stop yeah. showing up to school. You'll slide a hundred spots, I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things that uh my friend was talking about, he was like can you imagine if there was a world leaderboard and you could see that shit every day? Yeah. A world leaderboard? Like, yeah, like, like where you're like at in the win- world. Yeah, biggest dude. winners. And imagine being the last person. Like, everybody's <laughs> got it better than me. <laughs> well, those, it's funny because I was listening to a podcast today and um, it was talking about everybody who complains and how they have no right to unless they're in dead last. You know, so I. That's pretty funny. Dude, it'd be badass to be in dead last because there's only one way to go. You can only go uh, up. Yeah. You can, you can be number Dude, literally one at that point, all you have to do is like beat up your neighbor. Just beat up your neighbor and then he's in pain and you're not and you're ahead of him. You know, like that's the kind of thing you'd have to do at that point. <laughs> like I'd have to go yeah. like burn down a neighborhood to make sure that I was better than those people. <laughs> Good thing there's not a fucking world leader. <laughs> Good thing because if people... Anybody who was ranked ahead of them, they'd stop being nice to each other. Oh yeah. They'd be like, oh, that guy's seven point three million. I'm thirty seven. I'm three billionth. Like, well, oh, I gotta well, go bro, ransack like that, that guy. That's kind of how it is right now, anyways. Like, uh, there can be a person who's winning, right, from the perspective of another, and this guy over here thinks he's losing, mm-hmm. and all he wants to do is tear this person down. Exactly. That's what? all people want to do is it's, tear it's other sad, people down. Bro. It's, it's miserable. I don't want to get into this conversation. Like, that's how I see when I see billionaires and I see people calling out billionaires all that. I'm like, like all they're doing is tearing people down and tearing people down. Like, like saying, oh, why would anybody ever need $10 million? You don't need that. It's why like, would you ever why don't, stop? It's like, why don't you just try to get $10 million yeah. and, and shut up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like well, you, you try, you, know you try. It, the other thing is the... Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me, but I feel like all the people who do that kind of thing is just because they're discontent with what they do have. Like, of okay, course, Jeff, of course. Jeff Bezos is doing a couple bill a year. Or some I don't even when know he's making like ten billion right? a week. I'm like, okay, he's just hacking at this point. You know, it's just like a ha- life <laughs> but, hack. But it's like, you know what? So what? Maybe Jeff Bezos is happy doing that, and you know what else? You don't need that to be happy. Like you. Can, it's it's self awareness that it comes down to. What do you ha- what do you hate and love more? Jeff Bezos making ten billion a week or you getting one day Amazon Prime free shipping to your house? <laughs> yeah. If you All really... those people are still shopping on Amazon. They're like what they're like, I thought you hate Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but I like how it gets there the next day. 
I'm like, well, that's why he's shut worth the fuck up. That's yeah. why he's worth 200 billion. That's why. <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, it's still immoral. All right, stop shopping on Amazon. Go shop somewhere else. Yeah, dude. It's Come like, on. it's crazy. Go Choices, on, people. Choices. People going to spend 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day yeah. on social media hating. By the end of the week, you got, that's three hours you could have spent. Exactly. Doing anything else. You could have worked a job, made $30 instead of hating on or, social media. You know, you want to, you want to, you want freaking zuckerberg to make less money then stop being on his app for four hours exactly here's the thing most of these guys all their money's in the stock market i hear people calling elon musk this and that when he like quadrupled his net worth during the pandemic yeah i'm like hey asshole don't you realize you could have put all your money in tesla shares in march and rode the wave to getting much richer like elon like the income's there for all of us Hmm. you know yeah man it's like you just didn't make the right decision and you're upset about it Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah and, e- and all we can do is try and show people a different way of thinking. That's it. Just a different way of thinking. And it's, it's, it. we can't force them to do anything. The best we can do. No, of, course of course we can't not. force and we can force like our beliefs and our stances on them. But if we can show them a different perspective, maybe it changes the way they think about something else. And that's mm-hmm. good. Maybe it does something good for them. And that's right. well, even if 65 people hate it, but it changes one person, shouldn't that be worth it? What? Like, if this podcast, like 65 people hate it, oh, fuck them, but one person it changes the way they think, well, that, then, that's worth it, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, exactly. Like, so, okay, don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, that, this guy likes it, it's a choice, yeah. bro. Exactly, put the phone down if you're tired of, yeah, it's like, oh, I hate this podcast so much, turn it off. <laughs> idiot yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody's making you watch or, this you know what i don't i really don't understand this it's like when people want to call out like i don't know like you were talking about that tiktok guy like people are trying to cancel him like bro if you really wanted to cancel him stop giving stop the fucker so much shit. attention yeah. yeah every comment you leave about how this guy's a idiot like that it's gets him more exposure. Yeah. That's another viewer now, that sees the video pop up on the floor. Yeah, page. now like, Target sees he has this many comments. Now he's gonna give, they're going to give him a deal, and he's, he's going to make some ca- money. He's going to cash in on you calling him an idiot. So who's the idiot now, dumpster? <laughs> no kidding. It's like, Jesus. Some people are just – I know some people are so miserable. It's insane. Yeah. That every it's, time I see people like wealth-hating – fame hating calling people this or that i'm like just tell the whole world you're miserable and losing mm. you know yeah and you know regardless we still wish the best for him of course of course you do you want the best for everybody sure is somebody making 10 billion a week like my eyes are just like what the fuck is going on yeah but they just happen to own a successful company that's making a lot of money and, and that making just is what it all is. of the right choices at all of the right times yeah, mm-hmm. and also hiring like a million people yeah you know like, like giving a million about how many jobs like yeah people like are... we're all four jobs right whatever yeah. it's crazy well goose um we don't want to keep you too long we know you got big day school tomorrow buddy oh yeah i go back to school tomorrow baby let's go no, we really appreciate you for having us on uh thank you for being open to conversation with us uh, thank you for sharing with us. We hope we could provide a lot of value to you. Um, take whatever it is you want from it. Um, hell, if you don't want to listen to anything, then <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, we don't care. Or, I don't know. But you, you get the gist of what I'm saying. So, um, and we just wish you luck, brother, for sure. We hope you do everything you want to be in life and just don't settle. Whatever six or seven-year-old you was really thinking about, do something that's like that fulfilling you know not what 
Yeah. And all the 40-year-old people are telling you what and to even, do. Even if you do it and you suck at it, do something else. I right. Did. Well, you're going to su- I mean, we all suck at a lot of shit. All you have to do is be good at one thing. You yeah, know, well, you got it. There ain't no worry. Oh, yeah. You're going to be great, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we might have you back on soon. Maybe we'll have you back when you're in college or something and you could tell us war stories about something, you know? You're, you'll learn something for sure. Yeah, dude. You know, nobody's mind's going to be the same in a year or two than it is today. I can promise you no. that. Like I told you, when I was in your seat, I thought I was going to be, you know, some guru or some bullshit or something. Or I even thought I was still going like, to go to a four-year university then. And then I just realized this school, man, that's not for me. I'm like, bro, I'm dying to get out of high school. I can't last another four years, bro. I'll end up flunking out, wasting a lot of money. So I appreciated it. Every minute of it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you guys. Of course, bro. Hell yeah, yeah, buddy. Well, we'll be seeing you again soon. Keep in touch with us. We'll have you over at Knoll pretty soon. Yeah, baby. Uh, Joe's Palace. Yeah, dude. Let's have a November hitter for sure. All right. This has been the No Limits Podcast. Return episode on everybody. Oh, the the return. The return, baby. The return. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We can't promise when we'll be back. Wait, do I hit the square or the red button? Um, You know, Daddy, go ahead and hit that square. All right. Hit the square on the recording, and we we are out of here.